What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to the Secret Place podcast. What a beautiful day we're having today. My name is Akash. I'm your host today. At this time right now, I'd probably be introducing my wife, Miriam, um, but she's not here today, unfortunately. Um, I'm going solo with today's episode. Um, she's kind of been dealing with some some health issues, and um, it's it's kind of hindered her from coming onto the podcast today. Um, nothing major, nothing concerning, um, but you know, it's just trying to figure out some of those stuff, and you know, just trying to let her rest as much as she can, and um, kind of like recover. So um, I'm here. I'm your I'm your host, and I'm going solo. So. Um, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know how long this is going to go for. This is kind of awkward, to be honest, if I'm going to be really real with you guys. Um, It's a bit awkward just sitting here by myself and just talking. Um, But we both agreed. We're like, hey, we got to release a podcast. We got to be consistent. Um, We know we haven't been um, over the last couple of weeks, say the last month or so. Um, And we do apologize for that. And we're looking back to getting to a... Um, a good schedule, a good rhythm um, to make sure that we have uh, an episode released every Friday for you guys. So that's just what's going on right now. And um, yeah, I'm here again. Happy Friday Um, with me going solo as well. I was like, hey, why don't we just change it up a little bit? I'm actually sitting outside um, on our balcony and the sun is setting right in front of me right now. As you guys know, it's wintertime here, so the sun sets a little bit early. Um, so I'm just out here basking in the sun, taking it all in, enjoying this wonderful setting. And you might hear some noise because we live in downtown, um, in a downtown area. So you might hear some cars running around or some construction or whatever. But um, I thought it would just be a perfect setting for the episode that we have today. Um, and I'm here by myself. So um, it's all good. We're going to have a great time. But we want to just say thank you um, for tuning in. Thank you for bringing us along wherever you are right now. Um, Whether you're driving back home from work or you're out for a walk or at the gym, whatever it is, um, we're so grateful for your support. And thank you for tuning in and um, welcome. Um, Today's episode is it's kind of it's kind of cool because we were in a similar setting, me and Miriam on Tuesday, just on a walk. Um, whenever the weather's nice outside or whenever it's not too cold, like, you know, I'm always telling her, let's go for a walk. I love walks and I love walking with her and just kind of like talking and, you know, making jokes, but also like thinking about where we are right now, looking back on all that God's done, but also looking ahead to what we are believing for, um, in our marriage, in our lives. Um, and we just started taking all we just started taking it all in we started taking in the the surroundings around us it was a beautiful day um the sun was shining and um we were just kind of talking about how it really is the simple things in life that bring us the most joy and earlier that day um i left work and the first thing that i said as soon as i left work was thank you god for the sunshine like that was the first thing that came into my mind. And when I got back home, I, I was talking to Mary about it and telling her about this is what I was thinking. And she's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm very grateful that, you know, we can just experience the sun today. And on our walk, we were like, OK, we're sort of planning on what we want to talk about for this episode. And Miriam brought up 
Psalm 23, um, which is like a famous Bible verse, as you guys know, um, Bible passage chapter. And in that scripture, it says, um, I lack nothing. And if you want to kind of like title this podcast episode or you want to like, if you're taking notes or whatever it is, um, I would kind of like just say, this is what our podcast episode's about today. I lack nothing. And we wanted to talk a little bit about contentment and and simplicity a little bit. Kind of wanted to dive into that. Um, Because I know like when we were talking about it on Tuesday, we were like thinking about all the things that we used to worry about or chase after and think about when we were not living a God-centered life, when we weren't living in the fullness of our new life in Christ, when we weren't living, you know, the way Christ intended us to live when we have a relationship with him. And as we were talking about that, we were looking back and thinking about, man, that's where we were. But like, look at us today. Like, sometimes it's crazy to think about, like, look at us today. We're, we're just thanking God for, you know, the fact that we woke up this morning, that we took our first breath this morning. You know, we're thanking God for the meals that he places on our table. We're thanking God for the sunshine on our skin. And we're thinking, we're thanking God for gas in our car. Like we're thinking about all these different things that before our mind would never, ever come across. Our mind would never, ever focus on because we were so overwhelmed and chasing after things that were materialistic or chasing after things that were once you got them once they became tangible you're like okay then what's next and there was never that time to kind of like pause and take it all in and enjoy the blessings that you're currently sitting in right now and that's what God has kind of been teaching us recently about how how it's so important to sit and process it's kind of what we talked a little bit about last week um but from a lens of like look around you look at what god has given you and start to identify those blessings start to name them start to call them out and you know as simple as it may seem there's the joy that's the joy that's the happiness that's the you know that's what puts a smile on our face to know that hey like our god is so intentional and so in the details that he thought about giving us this, even though, to be honest, we don't deserve it, right? It doesn't mean that we're entitled to it or it's rightfully ours, but he does that for us. And as I was studying, as I was preparing for this, um, I came across a scripture in First Timothy chapter 6. And the summary of this kind of passage of scripture was, true riches come from godliness and contentment. And verses six through 10 say, this is the Passion Translation. I've been on like a huge kick of reading the Passion Passion Translation recently. And it's just been so beautiful to read because of just like the poetry of the wording and the depth. Like it just takes things a little bit deeper. It's not surface level. It's very deep and intimate. And so I started reading this and it says, um, from verse six, it says, again, this is first Timothy chapter six, verse six is verse six through 10. Um, in the passion translation, it says, we have a prophet that is greater than theirs, our holy awe of God to have merely, to have merely our necessities is to have enough. 
that right there, when I read that line, it humbled me so fast. I got grounded so fast that this is what like Paul was talking about and communicating about to Timothy to communicate to everybody that was there being like, hey, to have merely our necessities is to have enough. And that's where it got me. That's where I was like, man, I'm not entitled to any of this. I don't I don't deserve any of this. This is not something that is my reward. It's just out of the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God that I have these things. And he goes on to say, isn't it true that our hands were empty when we came into the world? And when we leave the world, our hands will be empty again. Because of this, food and clothing is enough to make us content. But those who crave the wealth of this world slip into spiritual snares. They become trapped by the troubles that come through their foolish and harmful desires. Driven by greed and drowning in their own sinful pleasures, and they have, they have taken down others with them into their corruption and eventual destruction. And when I read this, y'all, I'm not going to lie to you. I was convicted. I was like, dang, this is how simple and how content we are supposed to be with our lives to think that just this day, the 24 hours that God gave me today, he put clothes on my back. He put food on my table. That is that should be enough for us to be content with where we are. And one thing that really struck me from this is when he emphasized we have a prophet that is greater than theirs, our holy awe of God. And he goes on to say that and it's like, it's so true. The world that doesn't, they obviously know Christ. They know Jesus. They know the life that he lived. They know about the story of Jesus, but they're not living in it fully. And that is our gain. When we live in the fullness of Christ and we live in the fullness of his life, his death and his resurrection, we are living in, we are living in gain. It's not, it's not, um, it's not something that is, um, puts us in lack or puts us in a place where we're not, um, we don't have sufficient means for anything. It's like, that's abundance for us. And just the fact that we have our hearts that are aware and receptive of God himself, the creator of the whole universe. Like this is where it took me. I started going on a whole rabbit hole. I started going on just, my mind was just starting to expand and like just starting to think about man, like the God of the universe thought it was good to reveal himself to me. And I would challenge you to say that to yourself right now. The God of the universe thought it was good to reveal himself to you. Out of the billions of people that have come across this earth, that have walked this earth, he said, I want to put my spirit, my heart, I want to put my will and desires into Akash, into so-and-so, into Miriam. Just the intentionality behind that, the, the fact that he did that, tells me more than I could even fathom. Like that is the love of God. That is where my contentment comes from. That is where my simplicity takes over because I'm like, man, life is so simple. Everything else is added bonus. God 
paid the price for me on the cross. He lived a sinless life. He died brutally, a death that I should have died. And then he, was ro- he rose again three days later so that I could rise with him too. Everything other than that is bonus. The fact that God himself did that for me and then he made me aware of that and now I get to follow him and serve him and glorify him. Man, like everything else truly is added bonus. And I know that we can all look back over our lives and being like, man, God has been incredibly good to me because he has. And it's so true that sometimes when we start to look after the wealth of this world, when we start to slip into those spiritual snares, we get confused and we start thinking that we don't have enough. We aren't enough. And that's where that tension starts to happen, where the enemy is telling us one thing, our flesh is telling us one thing, but the spirit of God is telling us, hey, you are a child of God. You have a heavenly calling. You got a purpose that's far greater than you can even imagine. God hasn't even revealed it fully to you yet. And we're on this journey of life searching after that. We're trying to chase after that, right? And a couple of things that I wrote down here were um, contentment comes from an understanding of the greater purpose of our lives. When we start to live in that, when we start to live into that reality of like, man, the assignment that God has for me is much bigger than what I'm worried about right now, what I'm thinking about right now. That's when you start to really step back and zoom out and being like, man, I really do have everything that I need. I really don't need more. Like, if it comes, great, it's bonus. But if it doesn't, that's totally fine too. Because the assignment that God has me on to speak about the gospel, to, to share about the gospel, to reach those friends that are far from God but that are close to you. You know what I mean? To um, be in your word, to be in prayer, to be fasting, to be walking through um, our lives as followers of Christ. Like all this stuff is a part of it. Like this is the assignment that we've been given and the access that we've been given to God, which is just phenomenal. And it's, I also kind of wrote down here, when we are content, we become more aware of the intentionality of God. We are not entitled to anything. We have a promise from God. And that's where it really kicked in for me. Um, I'm always reminding myself of the promises of God. And I always remind Miriam and we always remind each other and we speak that over our lives at all times. Remind yourselves of the promise of God. Remind yourself that he is Jehovah Jireh, that he is provider. Remind yourself that he is Jehovah Shalom. He is the Prince of Peace. Remind yourself that he is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. These are the promises that he spoke over us. So he will come through for you. He will provide for you. He will heal you. He will be your peace. He will be your fighter. He will step into battles that we do not have the strength to face. But when we are content, we become more aware of the intentionality of God. That's why I think it's super important. And that's why I came out here, honestly, to record today. Again, I'm sorry if you guys hear some construction or whatever um, in the background or you hear cars or whatever. But I came out here because I'm like, it's a sunny day. I'm alive. I want it to touch my skin. I want the sun to hit my skin. I want to feel the warmth. Like, I want to feel that. And it just reminds me in that place that God is so good. He is faithful. 
just as the sun rises every single day and sets the same way, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. These are some things that I look for in my day-to-day walk with Christ to be like, okay, how can I see God in every single detail in my life? Because he's there. God might not always be speaking, but he's always present. He will always be present. He might not speak. He might not say anything, but look for him in the details. Look for him in every single thing that you do, and you will find him. You will find him. And what really was the turning point for me, the thing that I needed to hear the most, was how we have a prophet that is greater than theirs, our holy awe of God. It kind of reminded me that our chase for spiritual growth like holiness, justice, faithfulness, love, hope, and humility comes when those matter more to us than the chase of worldly things. And that's where I needed to hear that. I can only start chasing after the holy awe of God, and I can only start living in the holy awe of God when that holds more weight to me than the things of this world than the money, than the fame, than the materialistic things, whatever it might be. I need to start putting more weight on things like holiness, justice, faithfulness, love, humility, before I start putting my my full heart's desire in chase, because I lived that way. I lived that way way before I met Jesus. That's what my whole thing was. I was chasing after worldly things. And I always felt, I always felt discouraged. I always felt like I was never content. I always felt like I wanted more and more and more. And don't get me wrong here. This is not a, um, this is not a thing of like, don't have goals, don't have dreams, don't have visions for your life and your family. Like that is all good. Everybody is, everybody should be pursuing those things. They should be pursuing what God has put on your heart. And my thing is when I wanted to talk about this contentment and when I wanted to talk about godliness, I wanted to, I wanted to emphasize that if it's not held more of a higher standard for us than worldly things, that's when it becomes a problem that's when I felt the conviction where I'm like, oh my goodness, am I putting things that are of this world above my chase for God, above my chase for holiness, for love, for humility? And that's where it started to really get me. And we know that we have a lot of noise all around us. The world is always highlighting things that we need that will make us content, that will make us satisfied that will fulfill us. The world is always highlighting these things. And how content, I have to ask myself this question and I want to challenge you to challenge you with this question. How content are you in what the world highlights? Are you content right where you are? When you see those influencers, when you see that um, TikTok or you see that other, do you fall right into comparison? Do you start to see yourself as less than? Do you start to be like, oh, well, I don't have that. I lack, like I'm in lack. I'm in, I'm not fully satisfied. Or are you able to zoom zoom out and kind of be like, no, like right where I'm at is where God has me. I will enjoy and reap the blessings of where I am right now because this is where I am. And if that comes in my life, great. 
Again, everything else is bonus. Everything else is added on. And um, one thing that Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13, this is a Passion Translation again. He says, I'm not telling you this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be satisfied in any circumstance. I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or hunger. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. And what I love that he said here is, I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things. A trained heart is a content heart. A trained heart is a content heart. God is always going to be taking us through things that are going to train us, that are going to develop us, that are going to shape us and mold us. He's going to show us what it looks like to have overwhelming abundance. He's also going to take you through what it means to experience lack. But your identity is not in your situation. Your identity is not in your circumstance. Your identity has already been set in place. And I am a child of God. I have all things that I could ever ask for as a human being. I have my salvation. I have my relationship with Jesus. Everything else is bonus. So he will take you through those moments. He will take you through the lack and he will take you through the abundance. But a trained heart is a content heart because you know that your identity belongs with Christ, not in what you have, not in what you don't have. And I encourage you, to seek after God in every single detail of your life. I want to kind of finish off by reading Psalm 23. Um, It's called The Good Shepherd, David's poetic praise to God. This is a Passion Translation as well. And it says, Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me the right path and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. So why would I fear the future? Only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. And I love this so much. I love this scripture. I love the way that it's written in the Passion Translation. And that's what we wanted to focus on. I lack nothing. I always will have more than enough. David talks about there in verse 4 where he's like, Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. God will make you experience both. There will be abundance. There will be lack. But remember... Jesus is always with you. He is for you. Remember his promises and remember a trained heart is a content heart. 
You have a greater purpose over your life. I have a greater purpose over my life. Let's be bold in that. Let's be courageous in that. And let's look for God in the details of every single day life. And I pray that this blesses you. I pray that this helps you. Again, it's not the longest podcast today um, because, again, I'm doing it solo. But um, we definitely wanted to come up here because we know um, this is for someone. This is going to help someone. If this has helped you, please share it with a friend. Let them know about it. Um, And we really do pray that this blesses you. And I would love to pray for you right now. And um, next week, we'll be back again. And I'll have my wife right beside me. I'm praying and believing that my wife will be right there standing next to me, standing next to me. And we're going to come back with a, um, a beautiful podcast as well. But let me pray. And then we'll, we'll get on with it. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this incredible day that you've given us. Thank you for a fresh 24 hours. Father, we thank you that you are present in every single detail of our lives. We thank you for your intentionality. And we thank you, God, that you are always present. You are always hovering over our situation. And we thank you that we have everything that we could ever ask for, God. We have our salvation. We have a relationship with you. We have access to you at all times, God. We know your will and we know your promises. So I declare your promises over each and every single person that's under the sound of my voice. I pray that they would receive your promises. I pray that they would um, read about your promises, understand your promises, God. I pray that their, their faith would grow in this season, Lord. I pray that they would experience abundance. And I pray that they would also experience your closeness and your nearness, God, when they feel like they are lacking, Lord. We know that you are right there with us walking side by side. And we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit that reminds us, reminds us of that every single day of our lives. So I pray that this encourages someone. I pray that it would be released into the world to who you want to hear it for, God. And I pray a blessing over the rest of this day and the rest of this week. We love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, we love you. We're grateful for you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And we can't wait to be back next week. Um, Miriam loves you guys, misses you guys. And um, this was pretty cool. I enjoyed sitting out here. And um, I really do hope this helps. And um, that's enough for me. Love you guys. Have a great week. And we'll see you soon. Bye now.